TikTok overtook Instagram in popularity among teens in 2021, according to a report from market research firm Forrester Research Incorporated. In 2021, 63% of 12 to 17 year olds in the US used TikTok every week, which was up from 50% in 2020. On the other hand, the percentage of kids in that age group who used Instagram each week fell from 61% in 2020 to 57% in 2021. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Big Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Bidemi Olovinde. In this episode, I'll be discussing a very recent phenomenon where social media appears to be providing a new way for psychological disorders to spread quickly around the world. I'll also be discussing some expert recommendations by doctors and other mental health professionals on what parents can do if they observe their teenagers exhibiting some behaviors due to what they were exposed to on social media. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So for several months from late 2011 to about January 2012, a group of teenage girls in upstate New York reported suffering from a mysterious ailment. So basically they were twitching and they had verbal tics, similar to those seen in Tourette's patients, but with no apparent organic cause. According to the Leroy Central School District back then, environmental tests turned up nothing. A physician with the New York State Department of Health told NBC News that infectious and communicable diseases were also ruled out. Experts at the Dent Neurological Institute in Buffalo, New York, where 11 of those girls were treated, said the diagnosis was mass psychogenic illness, or MPI. So basically, MPI is um, a condition where physical symptoms that are perfectly real but have psychological roots rather than some underlying organic cause appear in a group of people, often spreading from one person to the next. Experts say that when stress or anxiety manifest as, as physical symptoms, including twitching, paralysis, or other loss of function in an individual, it is called a conversion disorder. However, when it happens to many people at one time, it crosses into the realm of NPI, MPI, mass psychogenic illness. And usually that happens when there is a report or fear of chemical exposure, toxins, or viruses. And suddenly people at a school or factory are coughing, sneezing, reporting dizziness, or even fainting. So for instance, 23 clusters of MPI investigated in Taiwan were associated with the National School Vaccination Program against the H1N1 flu, according to a study that was published in the journal Eurosurveillance back in May 2010. The median age of the 350 students who were ill was 13 years of age, and 68% of those students were female. Intense media coverage of those events drove public concerns about the safety of the pandemic influenza vaccine, the H1N1 flu, back then. At one middle school, within two hours of vaccination, 7% of the 692 kids who were vaccinated reported, quote, adverse events marked by dizziness, nausea, and weakness, end quote. And they believed that the vaccine caused all those symptoms. However, physical and lab exams found no organic cause of those symptoms 
and all the kids recovered quickly and were discharged from the hospital. Nevertheless, other types of symptoms can present as MPI as well. For example, back in July of 2007, a case report was published in PubMed. So PubMed is a database maintained by the National Center for Biotechnology Information, and it's part of the U.S. National Library of Medicine, NLM. The NLM is a branch of the National Institutes of Health, the NIH. So this case report described how 14 female high school students in Florida suddenly developed stridor. So stridor is a harsh vibrating noise that is produced when breathing. And this is caused by the obstruction of the windpipe or larynx and is usually associated with croup, C-R-O-U-P in infants. And basically that's an infection of the upper airway. So back then, experts said they did not know the mechanisms of how anxiety or stress produced all those symptoms or how they spread among groups of people. Females seem more predisposed to MPI than males, but men too can experience it. Experts believe the symptoms rose from emotional reactions to underlying stresses. However, the issue was that they were not caused by a tumor, a stroke, infections, drug, or other organic or environmental factors. And the treatments focus on any underlying stress, mood disorders, and anxiety, and could include talk therapy, and in some cases, medication. So all of this happened back in 2011, 2012, about 10 years ago. Now fast forward 10 years forward. In October of 2021, reports came out that pediatric hospitals and specialist clinics in the U.S. that track movement disorders are reporting an influx of teen girls with tics. So like I mentioned earlier, tics are physical jerking movements and verbal outbursts. So doctors were at first surprised. First of all, girls having tics are rare, and these teens had an unusually high number of them which had developed all of a sudden. However, after months of studying those patients and consulting with one another, these experts at top pediatric hospitals in the US, Canada, Australia, and the UK discovered that most of the girls had something in common. They all used TikTok. According to a spate of recent medical journal articles, doctors say the girls had been watching videos of TikTok influencers who said they had Tourette syndrome. So Tourette syndrome is a nervous system disorder that causes people to make repetitive, involuntary movements and sounds. At the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center, doctors reported seeing about 10 new teens with tics per month since back in March of last year. March, sorry, back in March of 2020. Before the pandemic, the clinic had seen at most one a month, but Shortly after the pandemic began, they started seeing approximately 10 per month. So that's a tenfold increase. Specialists at other major institutions have also reported similar surges. Since March of 2020, Texas Children's Hospital has reported seeing approximately 60 teens with such tics, whereas doctors there saw one or two cases a year before the pandemic. At the Johns Hopkins University Tourette Center, 10% to 20% of pediatric patients have described acute onset tick-like behaviors up from 2 to 3% a year before the pandemic. And between March and June of 2021, 
Rush University Medical Center in Chicago saw 20 patients with these ticks, up from 10 the entire year before. So according to doctors, most of the teens had previously diagnosed anxiety or depression that was brought on or exacerbated by the pandemic. In addition, physical symptoms of psychological stress often manifest in teens who experienced non-epileptic seizures and who in most cases had witnessed the seizures of relatives who had epilepsy. So when doctors began studying the phenomenon of tick-like behaviors on social media back in January 2021, videos containing the hashtag Tourette's had about 1.25 billion views, and that number has since grown to more than 5 billion. A TikTok spokeswoman said that the safety and well-being of the community on their social media platform is a top priority and they are consulting with industry experts to understand this particular experience better. However, some doctors are not quick to blame TikTok and say that while the number of patients they are seeing is much higher than before, it is definitely not an epidemic. Some kids watch social media and develop tics, and some who do not have any access to any social media platform still develop tics. So these doctors believe there are many contributing factors to this recent phenomenon, including anxiety, depression, and stress. Many doctors question the stated diagnosis of some Tourette TikTokers and say the behavior that these mostly female influencers display in their videos, such as multiple complex, motor, and verbal tics, do not look like Tourette syndrome to them. As I mentioned earlier, Tourette syndrome affects far more boys than girls, and it tends to develop gradually over time from a young age. In addition, it can be treated with medication compared to NPI, which is mass psychogenic illness, which is more prevalent in females than males. So now we have two opposing um, um, perspectives, basically. There's NPI, mass psychogenic illnesses, which is more prevalent in females and males, and there is Tourette syndrome, which is more prevalent in boys than girls. But we're now seeing TikTok influencers who are mostly female claiming they have Tourette syndrome, which again, the science points to the fact that Tourette affects mostly boys than girls. So regardless of these TikTokers' claims, Experts have said that the symptoms of the teens who have, who have watched them are real and likely represent functional neurological disorders, which is a class of afflictions that include certain vocal tics and abnormal body movements that are not tied to an underlying disease. Doctors recommend cognitive behavioral therapy to unlearn these tics and tell patients to stay off TikTok for several weeks. Approximately 30 teens referred to Rush University Medical Center in Chicago in the past year displayed a range of involuntary actions from jerking arm movements to cuss words to head and neck twitches. According to some doctors, self-injurious behavior was common, with many patients displaying bruises and abrasions that resulted from their tics. So Dr. Caroline Olvera A movement disorders fellow noticed that numerous teens were saying the word beans, often in a British accent. Even patients who did not speak English were saying the word beans. And some patients mentioned they had seen TikTok videos of others with similar tics. 
Dr. Overa created a TikTok account and started watching videos of teens and adults who said they had Tourette syndrome. She discovered that one top Tourette influencer was a Brit who often blotted out the word beans. So clusters of tick-like disorders have happened previously, such as the incident I began the episode with back in 2011. Such cases were, however, mostly confined to specific geographic locations. Social media, however, appears to be providing a new way for psychological disorders to spread quickly around the world, according to a recent paper by child neurologists at Texas Children's Hospital who specialize in pediatric movement disorders. Another group of researchers reported similar phenomena surrounding a popular YouTuber in Germany who posted videos about having Tourette syndrome. However, the medical community has focused on TikTok rather than YouTube for the most part. TikTok has grown rapidly during the pandemic. Um, earlier in October 2021, the company said its monthly users topped 1 billion and it was the most downloaded non-game app as of August 2021. TikTok is particularly popular with teenage girls, ranking as their social media platform of choice in many studies. Many of the videos featuring people displaying tics are light-hearted, showing how difficult it is to bake or recite the alphabet while dealing with uncontrollable bodily movements or verbal outbursts. Doctors specializing in treating functional neurological disorders say there are some things parents can do if they notice their child exhibiting sudden new tics. So the first is to take a social media break. Parents can ask their children about the types of videos they may have seen on TikTok or other social media platforms and to stop watching any videos of people displaying tics for several weeks. By using TikTok's family pairing feature, parents can link their TikTok account to their children's account to enable content restrictions. Next is to seek out a specialist. If the tics are severe enough to interfere with a child's daily life, try to get an appointment with a doctor who specializes in pediatric movement disorders. Early intervention and the correct diagnosis can help resolve them sooner. The Tourette Association of America recommends certain hospitals and clinics to treat tics. Another helpful tip is to maintain a normal routine as much as possible. Experts say the worst thing to do is sit at home and think about your symptoms. Ticks can increase during times of transition, so kids should visit the school nurse during an episode rather than go home for the day. That's assuming it started when they were in school. It's also helpful to not overreact. Parents often hover over their kids with uncontrollable bodily movements to prevent harm, and they will often react if children blot out swear words. Experts say doing so only rewards the behavior and it helps when they do not give the kids those attention. Finally, experts recommend getting physical and this is by encouraging patients to do a sport or yoga, basically something that involves both the mind and the body. So another thing um, I'm going to be talking about now is a more recent um, development. So back in December 2021, reports came out that many teens and young adults were diagnosing themselves with borderline personality disorders, bipolar disorders, and multiple personality disorders after watching endless streams of TikTok videos that were made by other teens who said they had those diagnoses 
or others claiming to be therapists. The owners of those videos often mention signs they say could be symptoms of those conditions and encourage viewers to do their own self-evaluation. Many teens who watch those videos and self-diagnose themselves said they recognized themselves in the descriptions of those disorders and became convinced at different times that they had each of the personality disorders. As of mid-December 2021, TikTok videos containing the hashtag borderline personality disorder had been viewed almost 600 million times. However, according to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, which is a non-profit mental health advocacy organization, only 1.4% of the U.S. adult population is estimated to experience the disorder, that's borderline personality disorder. Doctors say that borderline personality disorder is rarely diagnosed in adolescents because their personalities are still forming and because some symptoms such as having unstable personal relationships and exhibiting impulsive behavior are hard to distinguish from typical teen behavior. According to the Cleveland Clinic, multiple personality disorder, also known as dissociative identity disorder, is even rarer and it affects less than 1% of the population. However, again, on TikTok, as of mid-December 2021, videos containing the hashtag dissociative identity disorder have been viewed well over 700 million times. Many of the videos feature teens and young adults as they appear to switch from one personality to another. So when teens watch TikTok videos and decide they have a mental health affliction, even if they're only suffering from adolescence and typical teenage symptoms, it can pose a treatment challenge and cause frayed family relationships. Psychologists say there are things parents should and should not do when when confronting their self-diagnosing teen, such as listening to them and booking an appointment with a professional if necessary, taking a break from social media for a while, and even starting over with new social media accounts and consciously choosing to engage with positive content. So for its part, TikTok, which is owned by China-based ByteDance Limited, is implementing changes that could minimize streams of single-topic videos. Doctors all over the country are seeing more teens coming in with self-diagnoses derived from TikTok. As I mentioned at the start of the episode, TikTok has overtaken Instagram in popularity among teens in 2021, according to a recent report from Forrester Research Incorporated. In 2021, 63% of 12 to 17-year-olds in the U.S. used TikTok every week, and that was up from 50% in 2020. On the other hand, the percentage of kids in that age group who used Instagram each week fell from 61% in 2020 to 57% in 2021. Experts say that being saturated with negative content can alter the brain's chemistry, therefore displacing feel-good neurotransmitters with stress hormones. Some therapists are going on TikTok to combat misinformation about mental health conditions. A general sentiment is that despite how great the newfound mental health and awareness is among teens, there seems to be a trend of using mental health diagnosis as a social currency. Many teens do not initially seek out videos about mental health diagnosis. However, after they start following some mental health advocacy accounts on TikTok, 
the social media app serves them videos about various disorders. Sooner or later, their For You page becomes overrun with videos about mental health disorders. A recent Wall Street Journal investigation showed that TikTok's algorithm picked up on subtle cues from users, such as how long they lingered on a video, and then showed them more and more of the same content. Many teens have said constant TikTok videos about extreme dieting and exercise contributed to their eating disorders. Others developed tics after watching video streams of influencers who said they had Tourette syndrome. In early December 2021, TikTok said it was testing changes to its algorithm to steer viewers away from too much of one type of content. Currently, TikTok users can select not interested on a video if they do not want to watch more videos from a particular creator. The app maker said it is also working on a new feature that would allow people to choose words or hashtags associated with content that they do not want in their feeds. TikTok has said that they care deeply about the well-being of the community on their social media platform, which is where they continue to invest in digital literacy education aimed at helping people evaluate and understand the content they engage with online. In addition, the company said they strongly encourage individuals to seek professional medical advice if they need support. So to wrap up, I discussed the recent phenomenon where social media appears to be providing a new way for psychological disorders to spread quickly around the world. I also discussed some expert recommendations by doctors and other mental health professionals on what parents can do if they observe their teenagers exhibiting some behaviors due to what they were exposed to on social media. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode. Bye for now. The Beat Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Abidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.